1: Hello and welcome to Moments with Fu. I'm your host, James Fu Torres, but you can call me Fu, hence the name of the podcast. And today I have Luis Jorge Rios. He is a movie producer. He's also an entrepreneur magazine contributor and also recently became a host of the 10x Latino podcast, which is a collaboration with Grant Cardone's team. So I'm going to let him tell you more about that. But first, Luis, how are you? Great. Thanks so much for having me.
0: It's, It's a pleasure to be here
1: with you and your audience. Thanks. Thanks for taking the time. I know that, you know, I was sick one time and then you have all the things. So I'm glad that we. (laughs) Life happens, but we got it done. (laughs) Right. Like life happens, but we were here. And uh, I just want to say that uh, it, it was the way that, that we connected and, uh and you you know you you even allow me to be a contributor on on red x magazine and and you really were like helping me out he's like hey you're a veteran i want to help you out so i just want to say thank you for that you know in front of my audience so for you know you're a veteran too and and having that a soft spot for for other veterans and helping helping them like you helped me that that means a lot to me and a lot for my audience I'm, i'm pretty sure so thank you for that
0: thank you brother. absolutely so
1: let's uh kick it off with a quick introduction about yourself and uh your your newest ventures because you have a couple of things so like, <clears throat> let us know what you're up to right now
0: yeah so like you mentioned i'm a veteran uh my name is luis jorge rios like you mentioned i'm a veteran combat veteran of the iraq war the um, operation iraqi freedom two tours there i did afghanistan as a bodyguard and um, after all those things i got into the world of sales which led me to the digital world of sales uh which led me down the rabbit hole of uh, personal branding, working with celebrities, which led me to Hollywood, and that's kind of how it snowballed. Um, more recently, at the time of this recording, I've done four. I've produced four movies. Uh, one of them has gotten picked up by Ten Ninety One Pictures, which is a Sony Corporation, um, Sony Pictures Corporation. We got movies on Amazon. Uh, some movies are releasing on Hulu, and um, so I've stayed in the space of movies and marketing with with some of my clients that are. Uh, celebrities and people who aren't celebrities but want to be celebrities so that's that's the gist of uh what I'm doing and who I am
1: amazing amazing and uh you know something that I want to dig into and this is part of like after the introduction I like talking about advice and actionable tips that people can take and given that you were able to to land that collaboration with Grant Cardone right somebody that everybody knows and uh uh I know that, for example, like myself, I'm big into relationships. And I know most people are in business if you're smart, right? And you recognize the power of collaboration. So how were you able to 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 build that relationship to now work with the Grant Cardone's team as a host of the 10X Latino podcast?
0: Yeah, so uh, great question. So I've um, consumed Grant Cardone content since 2015, 20, yeah, 2015, 2016 when I first got into sales. Um, so from the very beginning, even back then, when I first uh, had his stuff, I was um, uh, doing sales, um, and I used to sell cosmetic stuff. It's on my Instagram; people can see it. And I sent them a lot of—I think it's sent like six, seven thousand dollars worth of of uh, luxury gold cosmetics, right? And so that was one of the ways I stuck out to him. And he messaged me; he put me on a commercial, like a small ad of his of how he helps veterans. So even back then, I started to to reach out to him and collaborate. Then once I became a writer on different magazines, I would write stories. He was in a movie with Robert De Niro. I wrote a story about that. I always to try to bring him value as much as I could, right? Um, so bringing value um, is a key thing that, that I did with him. And then um, more recently, like with the podcast, I'm actually um, actually part of the team now. So I'm a Grant Cardone licensee. A licensee is basically I, I, I'm, like I work there, but I'm independently out here. Um, and this, uh, gave me the opportunity to have the podcast. And right now I'm focusing not only in my movie endeavors, but the podcast itself is, um, a Latino based. it's in Spanish and English. And, uh, I just want to give a lot of, of, um, advice and help and, you know, the Latino community as I can, but, uh, that sums up how I was able to do that collaboration with him. I just, uh, you know, seven, eight years, just providing value. And sometimes that's what you have to do. It takes a while to do things, but you just provide value up front. People, yeah. just, see, people just see from one day to the next, but they don't know I was talking to him since 2016, right? Yeah, that's why I asked you, right? So
1: people can get the the behind the scenes, right? The people can get the, the overnight success that you've been working on for like six, seven years, right? Yeah. Uh, that's why I love podcasts because it's that like explaining that, that behind the scenes and in, in Instagram and everything, you don't, you don't see that. Right. And, and that's why I love this. So um, I have like two questions
0: first, sure. where are, where are you operating right now? Where are you located right now? So I live between San Diego, California and Carolina, Puerto Rico. So I live about here's half the year and in Puerto Rico, the other half the year um, San Diego is very close to Los Angeles for like two hours. Um, but it's not as busy as, you know, as it as it is in L.A. to do the movies and stuff. So it's I have a kid. So I have two kids, one that lives with his mom in Texas. But the kid I have here with me, he's been on six. So I raise him here Um And San Diego is uh, not as busy as L.A., but close enough where we can still shoot movies. Sometimes we shoot them here, or we shoot them there.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I heard great things about San Diego. I've never been to California at all, but uh, oh, and
0: should come. You'll love it. Yeah,
1: definitely. Uh, I mean, uh, my cousin, uh he's you know he's gone now he's a uh, pathway but um he he was one of my best friends and he one of the the stories that he told me that he enjoyed the life the most was in san diego so that has that emotional thing for me that i really want to go and visit you know that's now that he's gone due to suicide unfortunately um he that memory of him being happy in there is something that really is drawing me to there so i'll be there, I'll be there are you, where are you now james where are you at Right now, I'm in uh, Hillsboro, Oregon, which is close to Portland. Oregon. So I'm here because, uh, you know, life got me here because of a job for Intel. And then from there, you know, I went full time doing my PR agency. And I already had a house, pretty comfortable house, got friends and stuff. So I, that's why I'm here. I mm-hmm. might move soon, but for now, I'm, I'm here.
0: <laughs> Home is where the heart is, right?
1: Yeah. And, and, and my heart will always be in Puerto Rico, right? I'm wow. um, from Puerto Rico. I will always... Uh, love my island I'll plan to go back it's just you know economy and everything and I managed you know I came here I became completely bilingual I, I managed I grew my connection so I don't regret it at all right going to the air force and doing this, this journey but now it's like as as I as I get more into like I care more about my lifestyle um I'll I'll be going back uh soon hopefully uh the economy the power and everything doesn't get too crazy and it gets or it gets better uh, soon right <laughs> Uh, the other question that I wanted to ask you is, um, was there any relation between like, you know, you liking Grant Cardone and then having Red X magazine, right? Red X, 10X, Red x, right? Like, is that is that anything related to it?
0: Like it was inspired? Very, very, very uh, good. Yeah, it's actually, it was inspired by two things. It was for the X and 10X. And then I also did, I used to do TEDx x events, right? I used to pr- uh, put on these events. I did them in Puerto Rico um and that just that x you know it just always seems that that the name red x and Ted 10x 10x it just seems that easily rolls off the tongue and you know in and this is like three four three years ago that i made it i wanted to something where it was e- you know it was easy for people to remember uh it was something that you know could stand out and, and i was inspired by those two things so so basically that's where i came from yeah
1: yeah because i i think you i mean it was great it was great before and now that you're attached to 10X uh, Latino Podcast, now it's, uh, you know, being being associated with both of those brands. Now, you know, that you can marry that in a way and 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 have like even more authority to your magazine, which I'm excited, right? Because I, I write for it. So <laughs> I'm excited for that. Uh, yeah. Thank you for that. Right. Uh, but uh, I just wanted to ask you that because I, I thought that it was inspired by that. And then when you said that, I didn't think about the the, the TEDx, uh, but now I do, I do know, because I was looking, you know, I've been, I'm, I've been uh, working with some TEDx organizers and I was looking information and I literally saw you, I was like, oh, TEDx, Puerto Rico, because I wanted to look for that. And I saw your name. I was like, and then I sent you a message like, dude, hey, like you're yeah, here. Yeah, right? I
0: remember, yeah, I remember <laughs> was, uh, last month or something, you sent me a message, yeah.
1: Yeah, because I I literally just kind of stumble upon you by just like looking looking information about TEDx, so it's pretty cool. Um, so in here, uh, in this part, I, I like talking about um, like some friction points that you noticed with people. So, given that that the the for you, I can, I, I kind of want to touch it on on the part of you know with this now growing this movie and then like with the podcast and the content creation side, that's very creative space. What, kind of, what are some friction points that you have stumbled upon that you've been able to overcome so that, you know, the audience can can get a heads up on that if they want to go in that direction?
0: Well, recently none, but in the beginning, yes. Right. In the beginning. So people see that like, if you, you see all this great stuff. Uh, and I think also making movies is, so, it's so difficult to make movies, and it's a big eye opener when it comes to producing or making things and content. Um, everything looks like minuscule compared to making a huge movie, right? But even before a couple of years ago, I worked in when a company was called Latino Wall Street, and I worked there and I saw production lighting. Um, a really nice guy's name is Israel Vasquez. He was teaching me about lighting and cameras because before that, I, I didn't ever touch a camera, I never thought about lighting, um, you know and i thought it was like super difficult right and so i think that a lot of people when they see something like wow it looks so great looks so high-end like damn i wish i could do that um you know and and a lot of the time you know i just never i just thought it might be difficult and thought you had to be an expert in it to do all these you know make things look cool but um once you figure out how to you know even this little light behind me it's like a little bit of an accident right when you figure these small things out um warm in the studio you know the The lighting how it is it's like it's not difficult so i would urge people when if you really want to step up your content creation and you want to you know things that look a lot better um just look look at what other people doing you know looking at instagram or people with big podcasts even if they have huge budgets and you can try to mimic them as much as you can and don't think that if you don't have the budget or expertise that you can't do it so i think that's the only friction i had maybe in the very beginning when i wanted to make more content was uh, thinking that, you know, it would be difficult or I had to be a, a videographer expert or anything, you know, once you you can have a team, you know, just get the guy like they get the editor to do something, get the if you get if you can get a camera guy, get the camera guy and everybody's going to make you look good. Right. Um, and, and that's basically, you know, the friction part where I thought it was difficult. And once I looked into it, I'm like, this shit's easy. So. That's
1: pretty cool. Uh, I really like that because I'm I'm getting into more and more being a more a content creator. So this resonates with me. Uh, um, right now, uh, I wanted to level up the quality of my of my camera, and then I figure out like I could use my phone. I use an iPhone twelve right now. I'm
0: using uh, with yeah. a tripod. Probably and- better than the Mac one I got on, right? Because I got my Mac a one, and I think your image looks sharper than the camera in the Mac. Because obviously, the cameras and, and the phones are a lot a lot better. So. Yeah, you don't need a lot of you don't need a red camera. Even now with the that newer iPhone 14, at the time of this recording, and every time the, a new iPhone goes out, they're probably the camera. People buy the iPhone now more for the camera than than they do, you know, for the phone. So even people want to up their content, you know, just like you're using your phone instead of the the Mac computer because you can see your image looks clearer than mine because that obviously the camera is is better. So yeah, just. Just have to use what you got until you can get more, right? Exactly. So I was
1: using I was using my Mac for the longest time, my, my Mac camera, and it wasn't you know, it's like yours right now which is not horrible, but it's not like super like uh more more quality so uh i guess there was like an update or something on zoom that a lot that literally i want i went to check one day and the, the camera i said like option you can pick your phone and I, it's not even just completely wirelessly i guess it's because of the mac and the iphone uh and and, and now like literally having a tripod is connected there so it's, it's charging and then i have this connected and then when i'm recording content for uh, like vertical videos I use the same tripod I just put a vertical I connect uh, a, a, an adapter to connect it directly to have very sharp audio to my Yeti mic and that's it like and, and I'm literally doing like this like Amazon stuff like I'm literally having been like too expensive and it, it looks like a studio and stuff a lot of people give me props so really it's just minimum viable product and then go and learn, and then as you generate more, then you keep leveling up.
0: Yeah, just, right? just do it, man. Just just do it, and and like I if here's a good example. Uh, Gary V when he first started, like I don't know, 15 years ago, he had a shitty camera, and you know he was doing wine library. And if you go back, Grant Cardone, you go on YouTube look 15 years ago. You know everybody starts somewhere. You know you can't you can't and it's going to look better now than it did 15 years ago. So if you really want to do it, just start, you know, you you just can't, you got to take, you know, take action and just do it and, um, fuck the friction, right. just do it. Yeah. Uh, I
1: I love it. I love it. This is great. Cause I mean, it's just, I love like content and publicity strategies. That's what I focus on. Uh, right. It's my best thing. And and I, I really like it. And now it's like, I want to dig deeper and deeper and deeper. Like how good can I be? Like how like i'm all this time like it's studying the game the hooks and everything and just being just offering real value rather than just like oh trending and stuff like i'm focusing on real value because i want to build a real community not jump on a trend to get a couple views and that's it right so Mm -hmm. that mm, sorry um so one um thing before uh we go to like the biggest takeaways, uh what's the what is your direction that you're like what's the end goal with this 10x latino podcast right like well, what is the the nearest goal right for the next this year let's say because i'm very intrigued about that 10x latino podcast well i
0: know um i got some i got some big people lined up because um uh, like i was telling you before i over the years i built relationships right um so a friend of mine um he's from he's from l.a his name is mario lopez i'm gonna have him on and the same thing like grant It's a relationship i've built over like Four years. It's not like you know. I call him up and or try to get to his publicist. I'm. I've been doing articles for him, content for him, so I know that I can get him to be on the uh, on the podcast or podcast. I we even talked about. Um, we even talked about a uh, you know going to do it on his uh, on his show. Um, so the 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 goal is really not just about having celebrities. The the only reason I even want to have celebrities is because maybe they can teach you or the audience something that they believe they can't do right and the and the biggest thing that i want is that uh you know you're from puerto rico um i was born there i grew up in the states but my mother lives there is mostly the mentality the latin mentality and across south america and the latino community and um is that they feel as if they're inferior right for some reason they believe that um, another race can do things more than we can or that because there still hasn't been a Latino president yet, or because the majority of billionaires are probably Caucasian instead of being Latino. I, I what I want to do is I want to showcase, you know, high people or their stories that, that not only can a Latino do it, but anybody in general, any race, you know, we're, we're all one race anyway. But uh, that was really the whole goal when, when I, when I wanted to to do this because um you know Grant's amazing and there's a couple other people he's collaborating with but there isn't any major latino players and I do it because you know I want to inspire other people of our community it's not so much that I I really don't give a shit about you know being famous or I mean I'm already I've been in movies already it's 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 not such a big uh you know being famous yeah. is not once you do it it's like okay whatever you know, and I'm not as famous as a huge actor, right? But I've been able to to be near celebrities and understand that 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 maybe if you look at it from a long, uh, 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 you know, far away, you're like, wow, it must be amazing. But when you get there, it's, it's, you know, it's the same shit. Now you just have to use what you've been able to build to help other people, right? And it's not just about, hey, look at me, but hey, look at me, what I'm doing and what I can help others do. And so that's the whole uh, future, um, to answer your question, future that I I look at the 10X Latino podcast is to bring more influential people so that other people can be inspired so themselves can have influence in their communities, right? And in their neighborhoods and their families. Um, Because, you know, uh, generational wealth is something that people talk about and generational, you know, freedom. People talk about a lot of different communities. I'm looking for someone in the Latino community to do that. It doesn't have to be me. It can be someone that's on my show because I don't care about it being me, right? I want I want legacies to be built. And if this podcast can help to, uh, inspire one person who will go and do a legacy for their family and for themselves, then great. That's the whole reason I'm doing it. I'm not doing it, you know, whether there's brand deals that happen or all this other stuff, that's great. But I'm not doing it for, you know, for money. I'm doing it for legacy and to help leave an impact like in my life and for the life of others. The same thing when I do movies that I do movies because of the... I just did a post on it. I, I do movies because it's something... It's the closest art form, I think, in modern history um, that you can leave art behind, right? So you got... We're still talking about Leonardo uh, da Vinci and Michelangelo, or we're still talking about, you know, Afro Hitchcock who made movies and he's dead. You know, it's like uh, these these things are iconic and they, and they live in the legacy of humanity for long term. And that's even why I do movies. It's not because I care about being... Uh, you know the Hollywood stuff and wh- that all that stuff comes with it. But I'm I'm doing it because of my passion of of and I was inspired by that movie Back to the Future. It's also my post. When I was a little kid, I saw that, and and you know I was also I love that movie, but at the same time I was also like I don't see anybody like me in that movie, right? So I also want to build that in Hollywood to get more Latinos into the big screen, right? I'm working yeah. with a friend, a friend of mine. His name's Chris Soriano. He gets a lot of Asians in, in movies, and he's helped me. Be able to break the into that, but anyhow, I think mm. I'm extending on the question. But that's the <laughs> yeah. the gist of why I'm doing the the podcast. Said so, to build legacy and to help others so they can learn also and build. Yeah, no, I uh, uh, you know I think we
1: we align a lot on that because that's uh, I'm all about impact and for me I define success as the combination between freedom and impact. When you are allowed to, when you can do whatever you want. And you can have an impact doing it and you feel fulfilled, that's what I define success. And and I completely agree with you on, on like the art of living something that is bigger than yourself, right? Something that's that legacy and and to stand for something that's just bigger than any individual. Uh, rather than it's like, hey, I just want to like Luis Jorge Rios to be remembered forever. No, I wanna the the movement that I created to be. There, right. So that's why I like the the fact that you're doing movies, and and that's something that that to be honest, that that's a direction that I might I might keep heading because I'm already talking with clients about we're already doing TV shows, so it's just kind of like a slippery slope almost, right? Like you start doing content, doing podcasts and TV, and then suddenly we're doing shows, and then next thing you know, I ended up doing movies too, most likely. So uh, I I really I really like that that uh, that leaving that that something behind that is so that can be something bigger right than than just like oh look at me right it's like look at the work so that's why I'm, I'm very big into like right now it's my tagline it's empowering ideas into movements and and the idea of that is to uh, have the three pillars of having a solid brand having that content to be digitally omnipresent and then uh, that publicity to add the authority so to add trust indicators and to Position yourself in position of authority, right? So, uh, th- those things and leveraging other people's platforms, right? Let's say like OPP now, like just uh, leverage other people's platforms, so that way um, you can not just promote to the same audience all the time, you know, th- which is your audience, but you also leverage other people's and the power of collaboration. So, I think that we align on a lot of things, and that's why we connected in the first place. And I'm I'm glad that you were able to to take the time to to come here. I never had somebody that is a TV, you know, a movie producer, and 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 then an entrepreneur with all these things. So this is a very unique perspective. So I just want to say thank you for for taking the time.
0: Absolutely, brother.
1: Anytime. Yeah. So is there any any last takeaway that you want to leave the audience with?
0: Yeah, I think we talked about, uh, when you were talking about friction, I mean, um, uh, I want to say that anyone who's in business, I know a lot of business people listen to, you, entrepreneurs, is that um, you've got to just take action, man, and, and you have to just deal with failing, and I don't even believe in failing, I believe is attempt, um, uh, you know, attempt, your first attempt, your second attempt, and, and, and trying to get something perfect um, is is, you know, it's, It's not it's it's not the perfection that's going to get you where you want to go, but it's at least hitting it right once. Right. So somebody can try something at least you're trying to get things perfect right now. Right. And someone else already tried nine times. And by the time you start the first time, they failed nine times. And then the 10th time they made it. Right. Not that you're competing with someone else. But what I'm saying is that you need to just, just take action. And if you know you can't care what you look like, you can't care how you sound. If you want to build your business, like he's saying about branding, if you want to uh, leave an impact, if you want people to see who you really are, you just got to put one foot in front of the other, um, and that's if you really want it, right? Because a lot of people, uh, a lot, I get, I, and I'm sure you get this a lot. A lot of people email me or message me that they want to do what I've done, and I'm like, if you really want to do what I've done, man, I'll show you what to do, but you have to put in the work, right? And so things look easy from from another side. But when you actually put in the work, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of harder, right? Um, so I would say that that don't be perfect, and whenever you get there, continue because you know put the, put in the work and then continue and don't be perfect about it because you'll have to work and work and work and you're like, damn, when is that When I'm going to make it, right? And it's just like you're saying about being successful. If success to you is that you need to have ten million dollars, uh, you know, in revenue m- monthly for your business, that's awesome. And success to you is that you're able to inspire other people and travel around the world and, and you know, do your business whenever you want. And, and that's success. So success is, you know, when you want to do something, Napoleon Hill said it, success is measured by, you know, wanting to achieve something. If you can believe it, you can achieve it. And, you know, putting that there, that's the success, right? If you can make your life how you want it to be, not what you see on Instagram, because that's the success of others. You know, if you want to have a Lambo, that's great. I have nothing against Lambos. I think Lambos are cool. I'd rather have a DeLorean, but, you know, okay. it, it, that doesn't mean anything. I don't knock anyone, you know. So so don't measure up to the successes of others. Don't procrastinate. Just do what you have to do. And if your success is to have $10 million in a Lambo, that's yours, right? And you can go get it, which is going to be hard, but doesn't mean you can't get it. And even not even hard. It's still easy. It's just a lot of more work. Well, that, that's it, man. I don't know what else to say.
1: <laughs> no, that was good. That was good. Thank you. Thank you for that, to, to leaving us with that. So uh, there, I know there's going to be some people that want to check you out. Uh, and I'm going to put the links in the description. But just for those that are listening, how can people point you?
0: It's easy. I'm- you just find me um, by Luis, L-U-I-S, Jorge Rios, and everything in the world that's with that name, I've dominated it. So you can find all 10 pages, 11 pages of Google every time I'm have new stuff youtube you can always find me and that's what you should guys do you do too you should work with him where you guys can get your name out there so that's easy once you guys find me you can google me and you'll find what i'm doing and, and reach out you want to be in a movie you want to figure something out i can you know whatever and i'll i'll reach out it might take me some time to, to get back to you but i will yeah you know what the one last thing that i want got me thinking about the movie
1: is like you're, you you want to uh represent um like underrepresented mainly like on the latino side and then the asian side because of your partner i'm kind of both you know because i food foo is chinese uh and yeah. then i'm from puerto rico so if you want Who's chinese to, your mom or your dad uh my dad so that's why oh, you know the Fu is my dad's oh, last yeah, yeah, name yeah. right um so Perfect. uh that it's uh my great grandpa was chinese uh he moved to to new york my great grandma was from puerto rico african descent so she looked kind of african right and then uh she she married uh ben fu with julia soto and that's how james fu eventually came
0: to be that's cool maybe we'll have <laughs> you um audition for we'll, we'll make we're gonna make him not now we're probably doing it 2025 20, uh, 2025 our own kind of version of Hangover with with a lot of um, minorities because I think Hangover was a great movie, the first one, but they're all a bunch of white guys, right? So I think yeah, I so
1: said like that one, crazy, yeah, guy, right? Yeah. But
0: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, yeah, for the Asian game.
1: that would be great. That would he be still great. wasn't. He still
0: wasn't even part of it, you know. He was he was like the funny guy or whatever, but right, he wasn't the from the crew crew, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We want to do a crew with a, there's a Filipino, a black guy, uh, you know, just all mixing pot. So we'll yeah. see. We and get-
1: a, Pu- a Puerto Rican that has Chinese descent. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. I'm looking forward to all prepared until then. Right. I keep doing content and getting ready, but you know, again, just thank you for taking the time. I think this was a, a pleasant conversation. I look forward to having more collaborations with you. I mean, doing that podcast, I would love to help you out on everything that I can. Right. Cause like you said, just add value, that, And that's something that Jason Miller, which is the owner of the strategic advisory board, he taught me was add value for as long as it takes. And that's something that, you know, with you, like, you know, I want to just add value for as long as it takes. So then I can be in movies and we can do stuff. And and I imagine like, you know, two Puerto Ricans that went to the United States and all that and did these things. That sounds amazing story for me. And I love red. So, you know, uh, it just goes with my brand. (laughs) So, oh man, thank you for this. And uh, so this was Luis Jorge Rios and Fu and this is us signing off.
0: Thanks for listening to Moments with Foo with your host, Foo. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.